You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today.
the song that we have sang, Beautiful Love, reminds us of the position we have with God. That because of His death, of His burial, and the resurrection of Jesus, we are now sons and daughters in His eyes. Our chains are broken. Our loneliness are broken. The tears, the tears that we have will be wiped out because of His death, His burial, and His resurrection. Shall we pray? Lord, thank you for your beautiful love, O God. Thank you, Lord, for dying on that cross. It should have been us on that cross, Lord, 2,000 years ago. But you was exchanged by your life, Lord, your righteousness for our sins, so that we will be sons and daughters in your eyes, Lord. Thank you for the love that you have given to each and every one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome to our online worship service. My name is Elijah, one of your pastors here at Victory in Carmona. And uh, I'd like to welcome each and every one. Uh, in time of our generosity, let me encourage you from the book of Hebrews chapter 13, verses 15 to 16. Uh, and it says here, Through Him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of the lips that acknowledge His name. Do not neglect to do good, and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. It says, because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, we can now freely give continually um, and be and my gift and our gift may be a kind sacrifice that are acceptable and pleasing to God. So we pray, Lord, thank you for the offering that we will give today, Lord. May you bless the gift and the giver as well, Lord. May you return it to them, Lord, in wealth and in favor as well. Lord, thank you, Lord. May you use this gift in the advancement of your kingdom, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you as you give. So, good day. Victory Carmona and Mangahan, so welcome to another uh, worship service. Welcome to our fourth week of our series, Salt and Light. So, mapapansin natin, medyo nagbago na tayo ng background, di ba? Yung, uh, from Salt and Light, he became Jesus, the victorious King. It is all, uh, part of the series of our Salt and Light, but um, yun nga, last week we talked about the, the victorious King. From the, from the stump of the, uh, Jesse, which is Jesus Christ. So, our objective in our series is at the end of this series, our people will have a biblical understanding of how the cross and the resurrection of Christ are at the center of God's plan to bring coolness and restoration of the word enabling the church. So, kung may mga kasama kayo ngayon habang uh, you're watching this uh, this um, the, uh, this video, kung may mga kasama, tingnan yung mga kasama nyo. The church. Ibig sabihin, meron kang gagampanan. It, that is include you and me. At ano gagawin natin? Enabling the church to be agent of His plan of renewal. So, that is our serious objective. To bring wholeness and restoration. And yun nga, sabi ko kanina, may mga part tayong gagawin to be an agent of God 
in bring His plan of renewal to the world. So, in week one, we talk about uh, Isaiah 1, 12-20, God versus Paul's religion. So, tinakal natin na not all kind of sacrifice is acceptable kay God. He, he always look at our hearts in giving those sacrifices. Sabi nga, di ba, obedience is better than sacrifice. And in week two, we talk about God versus oppressors. That is in Isaiah 3, 13 to 26. And last week, Kuya Bob uh, talked about, uh, preach about the righteous king, which is in Isaiah 11, verse 1 to 9. That is uh, the... The stump, uh, the shoot from the stump of Jesse. Actually, uh, dalawa lang yung king na, na, na sinabi na from, from uh, son of Jesse. That is King David and Jesus himself. So that is the righteous king, which is Jesus. And today, in our fourth week, we're going to talk about another character in the book of Isaiah. So, sino kaya atong character na to? So, in Isaiah, there is a certain character which is referred to as the suffering servant. So, let's look at Isaiah. Uh, our text is from Isaiah 52, chapter 12 to Isaiah 53, chapter 1 to 13. But let's read just a, a portion of it, which is the very heart of that, uh, of the of the writings of Isaiah, the Isaiah 53, uh, 52 to 53. Let's just read Isaiah 53, verse 4 to 6. So if you have your Bibles with you, I hope na meron po tayong hawak-hawak na Bible while we, while we're watching this video, while we, while we, uh, while we're watching this preaching, I hope na hawak-hawak natin yung Bible. That is also to check if our text is uh, correct or in line with what the Bible says. So, if you have your Bible with you, you can uh, open it or swipe it with me. And Isaiah 53, verse 4 to 6. So, let us read our text. It says here, Surely He has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet, we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. In verse 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Let us pray. Lord, once again, God, thank you for this moment. Thank you for this time. Together with our families, oh God, we are here to hear your words, Panginoon. Lord, yes, there is a lot of uncertain things outside us. A lot of mga bagay na, na bumibigla na lang sa amin, Panginoon. There's a lot of things na hindi namin maintindihan, oh God. But today, Lord, we want to focus on you. We want to hear your words, O God. We want to see your face, O God, through your words, O Lord, so that in the midst of these challenges that we have, Panginoon, we have a courage to stand in our ground. We have a courage to stand in faith and believe that you are still in control of everything. Once again, God, thank you for this moment, Lord. 
Lord, I ask for your presence today. I ask for your wisdom and your guidance, O Lord. Use your servant mightily, O God. Hide me behind your cross, O God, so that your mercy, love, and grace, O Lord, yung makita at marinig ng mga, ng mga listener today, O Lord. Again, Lord, maraming maraming salamat. Holy Spirit, we invite you as our teachers today. Use my mouth to be a mouthpiece in preaching your word, in preaching the gospel. And at the end of this preaching, Lord, may you be, may all the glory go, goes back unto you, Lord. This all we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So yun nga yun, sabi ko kanina, we will talk about the suffering servant. So a little background of Isaiah. Isaiah conducted his ministry during the exiles. They had been carried off to Babylon because of the Deuteronomy curses. So ano yung Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy curses? It is found in Deuteronomy 28 verse 15 to 68. The curse of disobedience. So alam naman natin yung naging cycle ng, ng Israel after the ex, their exodus and Egypt. Diba? May mga times na uh, they will rebel against the Lord. Then the Lord will allow them to suffer. The Lord will allow their, the, the country around them to conquer them. Then they will, there will be an affliction. Then after that, marirealize nila that, that they need God more, of, more, than, more than anything, more than everything. So babalik sila sa Panginoon. They will ask for forgiveness to God. And after that, the God will forgive him. The God will, the, our Lord, Lord will, will save them. Then after that, makakalimutan na naman nila. Then babalik na naman sila dun sa kanilang disobedience to the law or to the Lord. Then ganun uli ang ganun ang mangyayari. So, Isaiah recognized that what God people need is a new exodus. When we say exodus, that is yung pag-alis. Uh, when we say exodus, that is freedom from what, uh, from, from their, uh, yung sa mga, mga na-experience nila or from their slavery. So Isaiah recognized that what God's people need is the new exodus. Not an exodus, not a freedom from Babylon or not from Babylon's persecution, but, but from sin itself. Because the sin is the true bondage. So bakit nangyayari yung cycle ng, uh, ng, ng Israel? Because of their sin. As well as today. Uh, I remember Pastor Elijah when, when preached uh, second, second week, di ba? Uh, 700 BC or 2021, parang walang pinagkaiba. That this message of Isaiah, parang inya-address niya in our current situation, in our current year today. Na yung mga tao, uh, makakalimutan yung Panginoon, then God will allow them to suffer, God will allow affliction to come into our lives, then we will ask for forgiveness, to God, then God will save us. Then, yun nga, tuloy-tuloy pa rin yung cycle. So, in our text today, yung binasa natin from, uh, yung whole text natin from Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 52 to Isaiah 53, the prophet is given illumination into the suffering of the servant. So, sino ba tong servant na to? Ano ba yung epekto o ano ba yung factor na ibinigay ng servant na to. 
So, blind item pa po yan. <laughs> Pero, one of the uh, known theologists of our time today, which is Dr. Sinclair Ferguson says, a professor of systematic theologies, uh, theology at Westminster Seminar, sabi niya, in order to repair the disfigured people of God, the suffering servant will himself be disfigured. So the suffering servant will himself be disfigured. So sabi niya, in order to repair, and who are these disfigured people? So this is my first point. Who are this, uh, this uh, first character in our, in our text? Who is this disfigured people? Actually, this is what we call the rebel subject. Ano yung mga rebel subject? Let, let's look at the verse 1 of chapter 53. Sabi dito, Who has believed our report and whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Isaiah felt that he spoke mainly to unbelieving ears or unbelieving people. Kaya sabi niya, who has believed our report? Why? Bakit nasabi ni Isaiah to? Because Israel, during that time, it's, is expecting for political leader. They're expecting for a great king na, na yun ang magsisave sa kanila. Yet, in Isaiah 52 verse 14, sabi niya doon, As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human resemblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. They're expecting a political leader. They're expecting a mighty king. Yet Isaiah told them in, in verse 14 of 52 of chapter 52 that he is, uh, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of children of, of mankind. Here is an evident refers to the fact that he was disfigured. Nagganon yung darating for the, uh, na magsisave sa kanila. He was disfigured and destitute of apparent beauty and attractiveness from his miserable condition and his suffering. So ganun kabigat yung suffering na pagdadaanan ito for them to be saved. So how strange and contradictory it seems that this suffering servant whose appearance is marred more than any man is the same time the one who will bring salvation and cleansing to the nations. So napakahirap paniwalaan. Parang it is expectation versus reality. And even Paul echoed Isaiah 52 verse 14. In, this time to his unbelieving to the unbelieving Jews sinabi rin to ni Paul let's look let's look in Romans 10 verse 16 sabi, di, sabi niya dito but they have not all obeyed the gospel for Isaiah says lord who has believed what he has heard from us diba napaka uh, today in our current situation napakahirap mag-share ng gospel especially pag ang kausap mo is yung mga taong intellect Napaka, napaka hirap nilang e-penetrate kung ano-ano ng presentation yung ginagawa mo. But parang napakahirap nilang, uh, napakahirap i-present sa kanila. I remembered one time when I was sharing the gospel, ang sabi, sabi niya sa akin, hindi ko lang talaga ma-accept na by faith lang masisave ka. Diba? Parang ganun kahirap mag-share ng gospel, lalong-lalo na sa mga taong medyo, uh, sabi niya, intellect and intellectual. Pero how much more kung walang mag-share nito, mas lalong mahirap, di ba? Why do we today find such unbelief 
unbelief when the message of salvation is preached. Why? Yun nga yung, yung pag, uh, dahil sometimes we're focused on the things na meron tayo. We're focused uh, more, more do sa mga bagay na, na nakikita natin. But we expect so many great things na mangyari. But we expect so many great things but we only give so small amount of faith. Ang dami nating gustong mangyari pero yung faith natin napakaliit. So why do we today find such unbelief when the message of salvation is preached? The answer is in verse 6 of chapter 53. It says here, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. Ang sabi dito, we have turned everyone to his own way. So this is the essence of rebellion and unbelief. That people going to their own way. So just think of it. Think of the weight of the ungrateful rebellion. God created people for His glory. That is in Isaiah 43, chapter, uh, verse 7. So everyone who is, Sabidon, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, who I formed and made. So all of us were created by God for His glory. So, But how many of us today keep this before our own eyes? How many of us today, na every time, everything na ginagawa natin, iniisip natin, this is for the glory of God. How many of us today, na every action or every decision na isasakatuparan natin, we always think that this is for the glory of God. Yun ang design ni God para sa atin, for His glory. But because of sin, masyado tayo naging polluted by sin. So, paano... Uh, if you ma- if you can manage to put out God out of your mind, then there is then nothing in the world seems more natural than to do our own things. So pag we pag tinanggal natin yung panginoon sa isip natin or in our daily lives, our tendency is to do our own things, especially in a situation na medyo nabibigla tayo. Nagre-react tayo madalas kesa uh, ipag-pray natin or hingin muna natin yung guidance ni Lord on the things na nangyayari. So all we, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. This is our condition. Kanya-kanya tayong diskarte. This is our condition. Being rebel, the disfigured people of God. This is us, the disfigured people. And that is because of our sins. As I kanina, di ba? For the disfigured people to be saved, the servant need to be disfigured. So God sent His servant to save disfigured people. He sent His servant. So ito yung pinag-uusapan natin ngayon. But what people did to Him Ano yung ginawa ng tao when God sent His servant? People rejected the servant. When God sent His servant to save the rebel subject, to save us, we despise Him. Why? Isaiah 53 verse 2. For He grew up before Him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. 
He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. So he was so lowly and unimpressive. This is the servant na, na, na pinipicture in Isaiah. And sabi ko nga kanina, diba, the Israelites are waiting for a political, for a political leaders, for a mighty kings. Yet, ganito yung makikita nila. He lived a life that's so humble, he lived a life of humility. So he was so lowly and unimpressed that our aspiration for power and reputation felt evil. Parang napaka-humble napaka niya, napaka-baba niya, but people were looking for powers. So pag kinumpir natin yung buhay natin and aspiration natin uh, of powers sa, sa kung paano siya nabuhay, parang our aspiration for powers and reputation felt evil. Parang ang sama-sama natin. His poverty made our wanting more and more felt foolish. Napaka-lowly niya and his pub, uh, he lived a, a satisfied life. Then tayo naman, ang dami nating nating gusto, ang dami nating gustong mangyari. And if we compare our lives or our desire to the lives of this servant, our our wanting and our desire feel so Another one is his willingness to suffer for others made our cravings for comfort feel selfish. And so, to protect ourselves, we despise him and we rejected him. We compared our life, our desire, our wants to the life na pinakita ng suffering servant Parang hindi natin ma-accept na ito. Ito yung magsisave sa akin. Ito yung magbibigay sa akin ng hope and peace. That's why to protect ourselves, to protect our desires, we despise Him and we rejected Him. He was despised and rejected by man. But, but the servant knew what would happen. It, did, it didn't take him off guard. Alam niya kung ano yung mangyayari. Alam niya that these people will despise and rejected him. He did not come to be served, but he served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Alam niya kung uh, didespise siya ng tao, alam niya kung ano yung pagdaraanan niya, but he is focused on his mission. That is to serve and give his life ransom for many. The suffering servant chose to become the lowest of the low. He would go so low to save us for our sins and heal us. So there is the suffering servant become the ransoming substitute. The servant became a substitute who bears our sin. He is a substitute for us that He bear our sins instead of us. So, uh, may, mga, may mga verse akong papakita together with the Hebrew, uh, their original Hebrew text. So, I don't want to be technical, but I want, uh, I want to present this for us to understand the true meaning of it. 
So in Isaiah 53 verse 4, sabi doon, Surely He has borne, which is nasa, our grief and carried sabal in original Hebrew, our sorrows. Yet we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. And in verse 6, sabi dito, And the Lord has laid on paga Him the iniquity of us all. And verse 10, Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush Him. He has put Him to grief when His soul makes an offering, Hashem, for guilt. And verse 11, and he shall bear sabal, their iniquities. Yet he bore the sin of many and make intercessions for the transgression. So yun nga, sabi ko, I don't want to be too technical, but I, li I like to dive into the original Hebrews to see exactly what it means. So isa-isahin natin yung apat na, na adjective na pinakita kanina. Ang dami kong verse na sinabi, pero there is uh, four adjectives na naging common dun sa, sa mga verses natin kanina. Number one is nasa, which is lift or carry or take. Lift or carry or take of bearing the guilt of punishment of sin. So the suffering servant lift, carry, and take the bearing of, the, the, of, bearing the guilt of, of punishment of sin. The other one is sabal, which, mer, which means bear or transport. The stress of bearing the weight of man's sickness, sorrow, sin, and punishment. So I wonder how heavy this load of sin felt when it settled upon the servant. This is not just a sin of individuals, but this is the sin of the world. That, was, uh, that he's going to bear upon his soul. His shoulder. So, paga or to lay to burden. Uh, there are two primary meanings of paga. Number one, uh, yung sinabi kanina, to lay on. And the other one is to intercede. The paga. So, when we intercede, we stand in the gap between the issues of, uh, between our issues and to God. And it says, we traveled to God. Parang tayo mismo. Yung, uh, although this is not our this is not uh, our sin, our personal sins, we travail or we ask for God for the forgiveness of this sin. That is intercession. Tayo, we stand in a gap between God and the issue that we have or the things that we are praying for. That is what uh, the the sabal means here. Apaga uh, means here. And the, the fourth one is Hashem or guiltiness. Offering for sin. Sin, trespass, trespass, offering. Actually, Hashem appeared 22 times in Leviticus. In several of these instances, a lamb is the guilt offering. When they, uh, when they offered the lamb or the guilt offering, that is, uh, that is the instances when the word Hashem was used. In Leviticus, it was used 22 times. So the servant carries or bears the heavy load of sin. This, yeah, ito yung bakit ko pinakita yung mga original text na Hebrews. Because the servant carries or bears the, the heavy load of sin. 
as would a sacrifice. But it is, not, it is our sin, the sin of us all, that is laid upon Him. So can you imagine kung gano'ng kabigat yung kasalanan na inilipat or kasalanan na dinala ng suffering servant for us to experience salvation, for us to have salvation. So in, in, in Levitical system of sacrifice, sin was transferred from the sinner to the sacrifice by means of laying on, on of hands. So, kaya nila ginagawa yung sacrifices during the Levitic, uh, during that time in Levitical law, in Levitical system, for them na uh, ma-cover ma or actually hindi ma-wash away kasi temporary lang yung ceremony na yun. So, to cover the, uh, their sin at inilalagay nila dun sa sacrifice or dun sa sacrificial lamb. And ano yung ginagawa sa sacrificial lamb? Pinapatay. That is also a symbol that the sin need to put on death. So, there is a strong conceptual parallel of Isaiah 53 found in the Apostle Paul, Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. Ang sabi dito, for, this, for our sake, he made him to be seen who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We must admit that our sins was transferred to him and his righteousness transferred to us. He suffered not because of his own sin, but because of our sins. The sin of the people, he suffered not because of his own sin, but because of ours. But what is his response? What is the response of suffering servant? Alam niya kung ano yung mangyayari. Alam niya kung ano yung pagdaraanan niya. Alam niya yung sakit. But what is his response about the sacrifice na gagawin niya? In verse 9 of chapter 53, Although he has done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth, when they threw their insult to him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges judgely. He himself bore our sin in his body so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. That is, the, that is the verse, by his wound, we are healed. Alam niya yung mangyayari, but still, he focused on his mission and he, he, he became obedience to the one who sent him. The servant becomes a substitute who bears our punishment. So, he, first, he bears our sin, not just he bears our sin, but he also bears our punishment. Sin need to be punished. Most of the time, we look at the, we look at God na He is a loving, merciful, and grace, uh, full of grace. But we forget that the God to serve is also a holy and a just God. That is the, uh, uh, the other side of the spectrum of who God is. He is holy that there is no amount of sin 
and him. And he hated sin, sin so much. And he is just that this sin need to be punished. So the servant became the substitute who bears our punishment. Besides bearing the sin of the people, the servant in Isaiah also bears the punishment, is standing in a substitute in their place, a substitute in our place. The people of Israel are the disfigured people, sila dapat yung mag-suffer. Sila dapat yung tumanggap ng punishment for their sins. And yet, the servant stand as a substitute in their place. In Isaiah 53, verse 5, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wound we are healed. So the key word for all, uh, let me uh, let me give some adjectives na ginamit dito. But he was fierce for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and by his wounds we are healed. So the key words of all these adjectives is what we call punishment. A Hebrew noun which means a Hebrew noun which means musar, which is discipline. Pag sinabi discipline, this is uh, normally denotes correction. Parang uh, sabi nila this is a uh, educational correction or correction or may tinuturo sa'yo. But in this context, this is not just about discipline. It is rather a chastisement in which an evil was inflicted upon the servant. So, ganun kabigat yung sinasabing punishment dito. An evil was inflicted upon the servant and as a result of which he has procured God's peace for us. That's why by his wound, we are healed. We have sinned and deserved punishment, but we cannot stand the punishment we deserve. So the servant stepped in to take our punishment. He takes it and takes it until it kills him on our behalf. He became the sacrificial lamb for our sin. And that is to satisfy the justice of God. Instead of collapsing in grief, over our rejection, He bears our grief. Instead of increasing our sorrows, He carries our sorrows. Instead of avenging our transgression, He is pierced for them in our place. Instead of crushing us for our iniquities, He is crushed for them as our substitute. All the chast chastisements, all the weeping, all the punishment that belong for us, for our rebellion, He takes on Himself in order that we might have peace and be healed. By His wound, we are healed. 
by the punishment that he received, by all the chastisement, by all the weeping that he received. That is all for our sake, for us to have peace and be healed. Healing not just physically, not just emotionally, not just intellectually, but mostly spiritually. Healing as a whole. The sacrifice of the servant gives us peace into our heart. And the sacrifice of the servants brought us, brought us peace into our God. Not just that he bears the sin and bears the punishment, he also acts willingly. In Isaiah 53, verse 7, He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led by the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shearers is silenced. So he opened not his mouth. The unwilling victim would cry out and complain, right? Even nga yung mga guilty na with their sins, they still cry out and complain. They pile for a plead. But the servant, the servant neither can, can, uh, can cry and complain. Especially, hindi naman niya kasalanan to. But, he was silenced before his judges and executioner. He poured out his soul. He poured out his life unto death. He carried our infirmities and sorrow. Why? Because he chose to. He chose to obey the one who sent him. The suffering servant described by Isaiah was pitiful. He was made to endure rejection. He was made to endure affliction and persecution. Even though he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth, he endured all, he endured all, all this because it was the will of the Lord for him to serve and save humanity. The question is, Kanina pa natin pinag-uusapan yung uh, suffering servant. The question is, who is this suffering servant? Who is this suffering servant? Actually, this is the same questions of the Ethiopian eunuch while he was reading Isaiah 53. Imagine more than, more than 700 years ago, the, the Ethiopian eunuchs in Acts reading Isaiah 53 and then Philip uh, Dinala, ni, dinala ng spirit si Philip dun, sa, dun sa, sa lugar ng Ethiopian eunuch. And then the Ethiopian eunuch asked Philip in Acts 8 verse 34. And the eunuch said to Philip, About whom I ask you, does the prophet says this about himself or by someone else? Kung babalikan pa natin yung uh, ilang verse uh, before, before your... Uh, Verse 34, may kita natin doon, binabasa niya is yung Isaiah 53. Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with the scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. He told him the good news about the suffering servant. In all the history of Israel, no one comes close to fulfilling this prophecy beside Jesus. Actually, Isaiah 53 is the detailed prophecy 
kung ano yung pagdaraanan ng suffering servant. And Jesus fulfilled all the prophecy that was written in Isaiah 53. So, the suffering servant is Jesus himself. In Matthew 8, verse 16, That evening they brought him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirit with a word, with a word and healed all who were sick. And sabi sa verse 17, This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illness and bore our disease. The Gospel of John quotes Isaiah 53 verse 1. Though he had done so many signs before them, they still did not believe in him, so that the word spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what he heard from us, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? The first epistles of Peter refers to Isaiah 54 verse 4 to 6 and, uh, and Isaiah 54 verse 9. It says here, He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judged justly. He himself bore our sins on his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Isaiah paints a picture of the coming time when God will pour out the punishment for our sin on one individual. One who has been rejected by the word and through whom people have been healed. Isaiah paints the picture of the coming Messiah. Isaiah paints the picture of Jesus 700 years later, after, after the prophecy. So centuries later, 700 years later, Jesus fulfilled each piece of that prophecy. In Luke 22, it says, For I tell you that this scripture must be fulfilled in me. And he was, he was numbered with the transgressions for what is written about me has its fulfilled. Jesus is the suffering servant prophesied in Isaiah who bore the sins of the people. He can relate to those oppressed as one who suffered injustice. He can relate to those who oppressed as one who suffered injustice. Church, Ano man yung pinagdaraanan natin ngayon, especially in this pandemic. Hindi ko alam kung ano. Yes, we are in the same pandemic, but I believe iba-iba yung pinagdaraanan natin. Some people lost their job, but to others, it is additional job to them. Some people lost loved ones, but during this pandemic, may mga, may mga, may mga couples na binayaan ng kanya-kanyang mga anak. Hindi ko alam kung ano yung pinagdaraanan ng bawat isa sa atin. May kanya-kanya tayong um, may kanya-kanya tayong sitwasyon although we are in the same in the same season today. But ano man yung pinagdaraanan mo ngayon? Jesus 
already suffered, experienced all of it. Ano man yung sitwasyon mo ngayon, nakaka-relate ang Panginoong Jesus. Dahil siya mismo pinagdaanan niya lahat ng pwede nating pagdaanan. He can relate to those oppressed as one who suffered injustice, but He is also victorious over it. Today is a Resurrection Sunday, and the resurrection of Christ is an evidence that there is life after death, that heaven is real, and He is preparing a room for us in the kingdom of His Father. The suffering servant is the victorious king. Jesus is our victorious king. And I in Isaiah 52:13 and Isaiah 53:12 says here, behold my servant shall act wisely he shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. And in verse 12 of 53, therefore I will divide him a portion with the many and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. During their time when they, when they divide the portion or when they divide the spoil, it means a total victory. So, the resurrection of Jesus is a total victory. The kings will be silent because the suffering servant is the sovereign of the universe. He is high, he is lifted up, he is greatly exalted. This is what God grants them the eyes to see the majesty of Jesus. We can share in the spoil of Jesus. We can share in his victory as heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we might also be glorified together. We can share his victory. Even though Jesus suffered greatly, the good news is, he is victorious and his suffering has a purpose. Isaiah declared that he that the will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand through Jesus' suffering and sacrifice. The will of the Lord came to pass. Those who put their faith in Jesus have been given his righteousness. Let me repeat that. Those who put their faith in Jesus had been given his Righteousness, the great exchange we give to him our sin. At kapalit nun, he gave to us his righteousness. That is because of the finished product on the cross. The despised and rejected servant is the Lord of glory. Let me end with this chapter in Philippians 2. It says here, have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who through he was in the form of God, did not count equally with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore, 
God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name above every name. So that in the name of Jesus, every knee should bow down in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus is not a mere victim, but a victor. He triumphed over sin and death so that we could live the way God designed us to in harmonious relationship with him and to his creation. Jesus called us to be the salt and the light of the earth. We are called to be an effective witness. We are called to be a preservative of this word. Extend, we are called to extend God's power and love to restore all humanity, to restore creations and the word to himself. All things were made for the glory of God. And we are here as uh, called to be the salt and the light for us to reflect the radiance of God's glory to other people. For us to share the gospel, for us to share the sacrifice of the suffering servant that bring hope and bring salvation to us. So we can we can make a difference on earth in the way how we live. Totoo bang nagmamanifest sa atin? Yung faith natin? Or totoo bang nakilala natin ng lubusan, ng totoo, this suffering servant? Totoo bang inaccept natin yung gift na ibinigay sa atin? And if that is real, it is our responsibility, it is our duty to share those gifts, those gifts of salvation to other as well. When you read the story of your salvation in detail 700 years before it happened, when you read Isaiah 53, the detailed story of our salvation, you have not only revelation, but also validation. We are sure and secure that our faith is true, that, uh, that, that we have our salvation through our faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Before I end, let me leave to you this question. He has given so much for you and for me. Will you surrender your life to the one who suffered and died for your sin? If you, kung hindi mo pakilala ang Panginoon, at ngayon naririnig mo yung message of the suffering servant na hindi, hindi dapat siya yung mag-suffer for the sin of people. Yet, inaccept niya. He carried our sin. He bears our punishment. Looking at the lost humanity, that is including you and me. Alam niya yung sakit, alam niya yung pagdadaanan niya. Yet, he chose to obey. He chose to bear our sin, to bear a punishment for us to have His righteousness, for us to experience life to the fullness, for us to receive the, the forgiveness of sin, for us to have salvation. Are you going, uh, are you willing to surrender your life to the one who suffered and died for your sin? And if you are a Christian, 
Will you consecrate yourself before the one who became the perfect sacrifice on the cross? Sa pag-isipan po natin, I will leave this question. He has given so much for you and for me. Will you surrender your life to him? Will you surrender to your life to Jesus? And will you consecrate yourself before the one who became the perfect sacrifice on the cross? As we celebrate, as the, uh, as the nation celebrate this Resurrection Sunday, I hope hindi lamang ito maging tradition sa atin. But we will look at the resurrection of Jesus as a victory over sin. That there is hope that heaven is real. And we will, uh, I hope that we will put our trust in Him. We will consecrate ourselves to Him. We will obey Him. And we will be become the effective witness to this word, the salt and the light of this word. Let us pray. Third, once again, God, thank you. Kami po dapat yung nasa cross, Panginoon. Kami dapat yung uh, tumanggap ng lahat ng weeping, lahat ng punishment, even persecution, oh God. Kami dapat yun. But yet, because of your unconditional love, because of your mercy and grace, O oh God, you have sent your servant to, suffering serv- to suffer in our behalf. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying unto that cross, for us to experience salvation, for us to be reconciled unto the Father, for us to have peace to God. Lord Jesus, thank you. Because of your obedience, we have our salvation. Lord, we ask for forgiveness. If most of the time we doubt our faith, if most of the time, aware or unaware, neglect ka namin, nare-reject ka namin, Panginoon, especially if we are facing a trials into our lives, God, forgive us. And cleanse us, O Lord. For us to be an effective salt and light of this word. To be an effective witness. To reflect your regions and glory to other people as well. Once again, God, may you continue to bless your people. Continue to protect them as well. And whatever our circumstances is, give us a faith to hold on to the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Give us a faith na magkaroon ng continuous hope that everything is under your control. We declare that you are the sovereign God. We declare that you are in control of everything. Thank you once again, God, for this opportunity. Thank you for the life that we have. And thank you for more amazing things that you will do into our life. We honor you. We glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. The service has ended. See you again next week for our fifth week of our series, Salt and Light. God bless everyone. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe 
and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.